Welcome to Hive Mind, the weekly podcast from the Beehive about the latest and greatest in pop culture. I am here with Irene Stone. Irene, how are you? So happy to be back, Meg. So, so happy. So happy to have you back. Um, we're obviously here to do a Bachelor update okay. because that's what you and I do. <laughs> but first, I want you to tell me what you've been watching. Okay. Um, I was trying. I know that we always talk about this first. So I was trying to think about what I've been watching. But I also feel like it's been a long time since I've been here. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of things since the last time we talked. Give us the highlights. Um, okay. Have you watched Love Life? The no. Anna Kendrick show? On no, HBO Max. no, I've had, I've heard mixed reviews. Did you like it? Overall, I think it's a good show. Okay. Um, it. <laughs> I just feel like it's very hard to convince me that Anna Kendrick is like a sexual being. She's just like a Disney character to me at all times. She's not a real human. She's just like very much like her theater kid. Yeah, like vibe is uh-huh. so strong that it's very hard to convince me of anything other anything else about her. Yeah, but overall, I think it was good. And honestly, she's good in it. And I watched the whole thing in fairly a short amount of time, so I think it was a well made show. Um, it's a recommend, but it's like I would like to discuss it with somebody too. The thing about Anna Kendrick is she has all the trappings of someone I wouldn't like, but I like her. Yeah, it's I like. Yeah, I feel the same way. And I also feel like, who cares if I don't like her? Like, who am I? Who cares? Like, she's, like, smart, and she's, like, funny, and she's, like, what do, What? What does my opinion really matter, you know? But is this show is this show trying to make her, like, like, she's on Girls? No, it is, like, chapter by chapter in a sense of, like, her relationships, like, through her life. Okay. And then they do kind of... Um, go off into different characters too. So it's not always about her. There's like one about her friend and one about her mom. And mm-hmm. it's all very interesting. Um, it does, I just feel like it, I don't know. It it was hard to convince me that she, it just seemed like she was always in a relationship. And I'm like, aren't we all single for so long, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, But she was actually very pleasant in it. And so it was pretty good. Okay. So but, B, sounds like a B. Yeah. Okay. HBO Max, though. It's hard. Here's the thing about HBO Max. My shoe just fell off. <laughs> we have a Roku. Same. And we can't get it on the Roku. I have to plug my computer into an HDMI cable that goes into my TV. I can't use the remote. It's, I mean, I, well, I listened to your um, episode about, um, not Stranger Things. What am I thinking of? Uh, search Party. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I love that show, but watching it, the th- season three, was very difficult. Yeah, I had to watch it on my phone. <laughs> I, like like it was like, I don't know, what year? When we were all watching shows <laughs> right. on our phone. Yes, exactly. Ridiculous. We're adults now. Yeah, come we on. I deserve, I deserve full screen search party. Right. So H1 Max is hard, but um, yeah, it was good. What about you? What have I been watching? So... Listen, I just I recorded a whole thing with Emily uh, King about selling sunset. Oh yeah, which the listeners will have heard by now. I am so in love with selling sunset that I made Stephen start it. <laughs> okay, over, I actually like, haven't so started it, and I really want to oh, start it. My gosh, Irene! Like, are you prepared? Like, do you have sixteen hours that you can just sit I mean, and that, watch? Yeah, that's not. That's actually not that much of a time commitment. And it's going to feel so. even less. <laughs> and 
Okay, so I was actually just listening to a podcast that kind of like brushed across it very, very briefly. I didn't listen to yours because I didn't want any spoilers. It's not out. Well, it's for you, it's not out yet. We oh. recorded it. It's coming out Wednesday. Our This episode will come out the following oh, okay, right, Wednesday. So I, for some reason, thought it was like an Australian real estate show. Oh, no, that one's good, too. What's that one uh, called? That one. Oh, shoot. What is it called? Because it's like air, the name for Airbnb. Oh yeah, it's is like hotel, instant hotel, instant hotel. Which is also, I thought it was that. I am obsessed with instant <laughs> hotel. Every time I go on Netflix, I'm like, please let there be a season three, and okay, there's yeah. not. And every time love I'm that show, it is so fun. And for some reason, I thought that was Selling Sunset, but it's not. Selling Sunset is like the Sunset Strip. Yeah, with like hot real estate agents who are pretty bad at their job, and with like names like Amanza, yes. right? Chriselle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I need to watch it. I feel like I oh, I have a capacity as much as I love The Bachelor. I don't have a high capacity for reality TV, and so Same. I've also been watching. I just finished Indian Matchmaking. Did you like it? I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved it, it too. I really loved Seema it. Seema from Mumbai. I mean. Get out of here. Okay. She's amazing. If you were single, wouldn't that seem like a pretty good option for finding someone today? Yeah. Well, and also I thought it was like, okay, you're going to be, you're, I'm going to set up this arranged marriage for you, but you're really not getting, you're just it's getting set up for a date. It's like, and here's why it's better. How many of us actually know ourselves? Right. Like, I feel like a third party can identify your qualities so much quicker than you can. Yes. And I also feel like she was excellent at actually getting to know those people really well. At first, I was like, is Seema from Mumbai really going to be good at this? And turns out... Excellent. She's so good. She's, she loves all of those people. and She gets paid the big bucks. She's so good. Also, she must be getting paid the big bucks. If she's going from Mumbai to America as often as she is... I just can't believe that somebody can travel that much. Just the time difference alone. That seems exhausting. Well, and, and like, what's her career doing now? COVID. Like. Oh, right. I mean, Zoom, I guess. Tough times. I mean, it's tough time for everyone. Um, that reminds me, I just finished Never Have I Ever. Did you watch it? Yes. Okay. I was like kind of lukewarm on it uh, for a while. But... Here, here, yes. It's a hard sell for me because I don't care about children. So a show <laughs> You're about... a teacher <laughs> and a mom. <laughs> I know, but like I have to care about those people. Okay. I don't want right. to choose to care about, you know, TV character children. But it's good. It, yeah, so I was like, meh, I started it. In fact, last week I think I even said, like, yeah, I'm being, you know, I'll keep watching. Um, and then I just got further and further into the season, and the other night I watched, like, three or four in a row, and I was sobbing by I the know. end. Like, like a real cry. <laughs> Not like a single tear down That's the street, the but like a... It was, like a li- it was almost a little too emotional for me. What, like, her dad, the stuff yeah. with her dad and her mom, like, that was, like, I was, it was... It was a little bit too much for me. It's just a lot. Because it, it really made me cry. Are you crying right now? Are no, you okay? I'm not crying. Okay. I just look crazy. I told you. I just got my eyebrows done. And I look insane. Like, my face is off. I You're keep like catching Uncle myself Leo, in the... the... Yeah. It looks like, like when my kids find markers and they do their makeup with markers. <laughs> That's how I look right now. Uh, yeah. Never have I other. Are you watching anything else? Um, I am. Oh, I'm on, like, the last episode of Making the Cut. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. What are you... Oh, tell oh, me what you think. Oh, my gosh. It's I know that I said I have a small capacity for reality TV and all I'm saying is reality TV, but that's what I'm saying is I, I can't add more reality TV until I yeah. finish something. I got it. Um, how do I feel about it? Heidi is 
insufferable. Yeah, they really let Heidi off the leash here, and I think that's a negative she for the is, show. She <laughs> like, so terrible. I can't believe how terrible she is. Like, without Tim Gunn, that show would burst into flames. Okay, but do you know who I actually love? Naomi. Okay, I okay, I did at first, and then she just became so terrible, too. I thought, I can't. Do- She's so mean. She's so mean. <laughs> Scary. She's so mean. And then watching them, at, at, so I, do, I think I'm on the, like, penultimate, I think I finished the penultimate episode where they go into the pop-up shops. Yes. And so watching Heidi and Naomi in these shops, like, these rich models, yeah. like, buying everything they want, I just want, I don't know, I had a rage growing inside of me. There's one moment where they're trying on these coats and yes. they're like how much are they and I don't remember the cost 350 and they're like that's it I'll take four and you're like oh, get it in every color no. at that price this like, is oh my gosh. a little out of touch you guys you it was, to take it it down was painful to watch but uh, like net win on that show Nicole Richie yeah that was an interesting one she okay first beautiful mm-hmm. she is stunning mm-hmm. so pretty mm-hmm. and actually loved the things that she said I do too. And I, I liked that these designers were, they knew what they were doing. Because I feel like on Project Runway, sometimes it's like, here's a quilter mom named Debbie, you know, and yes. she's like, I've never made a dress before. Yes. And these people, like, have been running a business yeah. for a while. And so it was a much more elevated design. Yeah. I, I felt, felt like. like that too. How do you feel about, like, the no sewing aspect of it? Um,. I mean, it is kind part of the appeal of Project Runway is when someone like fails really, really bad and their model's wearing like a terribly constructed garment. Like, yeah. that's pretty exciting. Like, where it's just like tied yeah. up by like strings. <laughs> they like glue it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I like a, a safety pin. I, I love a good disaster. And so I miss But they still that. have that on this show, which I is interesting. You know, to me. I didn't, I watched it in March, so I oh, don't okay. remember. It's very fresh in my mind. So, yeah, I kind of miss that drama of of them, me- like, either having to sew, like, an insane amount in, like, five minutes. Or also, I also miss, like, them uh, commenting on the construction of things. Like, oh, mm. this is, like, mm-hmm. very well tailored, very well constructed, like, all that stuff. But... I don't know. Brandon liked that there was seamstresses that they didn't have to do. I do do think it made it more purely a design competition, not a seamstress sewer competition. Because those are two different things. And designers have seamstresses. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. Anyway, so I've been watching that. Cool. Um, Anything else? Oh, okay. Sorry. I watch a lot of TV. I'll be gone in the dark. Have you watched it? No. Okay. So I I was like gearing up to watch it. And I turned it on, and it was like, warning, like, contains graphic material. And I was just like, I just don't think I'm in the place where I can, like, hear about a grisly murder right now. How grisly is it? Have you read the book? No, I'm sitting on my shelf. I ordered okay. it, and I never read it. But, like, I know roughly. Okay. I know who Michelle McNamara is. I know who the Golden State Killer is. I know the kinds of crimes he committed. Yeah. So, I don't think, in terms of... Like the grittiness of the murders and stuff like that, the book is much worse. Really? I had stress dreams during that book, okay. like the entirety plus seven months after I finished. And I think it. You reading, know what I mean? reading's like especially bad. Yeah, because it's like so, it's like in your brain, you do it right before you go to sleep, like all yeah. these different things, right? Um, and I also feel like more of the focus of that documentary was Michelle, and that was a very 
good way to do it. Okay. They also there's like a lot of interviews with the victims, mm-hmm. and um, while that's very hard to watch, um, it's not like it's not scary in the sense of like the murder scary stuff, but it is like I cried in every episode. Really, it's very sad. Okay, but it's like incredible. Yeah, like from a true crime perspective, there's like nothing else like it just because they go through the angle of the author and how it really just like kind of destroyed her life while she also helped figure out who the serial killer was i mean she like solved this crime right well she made it a very public thing she like she gave him a name right he never was called the golden state killer until she named him that she did a lot of research all this stuff to like like talk to the right people who eventually would solve this crime right um so yes i think she did a lot to like energize the public also to get behind this cause Mm -hmm. um but it also was like a lot about how i mean you know she's writing a book it's a deadline unhealthy habits that come because of that pressure like staying up all night googling a serial killer you know it really messes with your head and that is like very devastating to watch but it is so good i remember the day the golden state killer was caught and Patton oswald tweeting like they got him michelle and it was yeah very touching i was reading the book as i woke up to that tweet and i no was way. like oh my gosh yeah I, it was i was like watching the news com the press conference during the recess like during <laughs> while i was teaching during recess at school i was like oh they're catching this killer i don't know it was very it was thrilling yeah and uh, like i'm not a a religious my favorite murder podcast listener, but like i listened to that episode and it it was it was i mean it sounds weird to say that was an exciting day because like it's a pretty gruesome thing and it's terrible that it ever happened but the 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 fact that there's some sort of justice yeah it's rare that you see the end of something like that especially most of the stuff happened what in the 80s yeah they thought it was like a cold case right yeah yeah it's crazy all right anything else no, I think that's it. Okay, let, let's let's uh, let's get into it. Okay. So last time you and I spoke, we were in the middle of "Listen to Your Heart," or was it just? Finished? Oh my gosh! <laughs> the show I no forgot. one cared about. We were the only two people in America who watched it. Oh, I forgot about that show. Um, since then, <laughs> quite a bit has happened in the world of well, in the world. Uh, <laughs> we're not here to talk about the world. Consequently, in the world, consequentially, in the world of The Bachelor. So America's been talking a little bit about race mm-hmm. uh, and The Bachelor has come under some well-deserved fire for not being nearly racially diverse enough. Um, they soon after that, uh, that criticism started announced their new Bachelor, Matt James. Right. Who is a black man. Right. Who is a friend of Tyler Cameron. Right. Now. I listened to an interview with Rachel Lindsay about this. And Rachel Lindsay, who Rachel Lindsay, who was the first bachelorette, black, black bachelorette. bachelorette. She was like, Okay, nice guys. Like this is clearly reactionary. You need to have been better. Like this was a rush decision. Which- well, it also just felt very out of place in the sense that he was supposed to be a contestant on Claire season. Right. And then and he was already like decided to be. And then something happened where he was like already on Cameo. He was already like very active on Twitter. And then Claire's like, nah, get off of my season because blah, blah, blah. You're not getting yeah. on my season if you're just she already was on like, Cameo. She was mad that he was already 
she thought he was cashing in on the fame of being on her season when right. really he was already kind of famous because he's because Tyler, Tyler Cameron's, Cameron's roommate. Friend. Right. And he's on like all the TikToks of like Hannah and yeah. Tyler. Yeah. yeah. Which is like a very Claire. We'll get more to Claire. But... Yeah. So it just was weird because rarely do they announce The Bachelor before like The Bachelorette hasn't even aired. Yeah. And so it's, it was it was very it felt very much like, look, guys, we're woke, you know, and yeah. it was like, are you? And Rachel br- brought up a good point of like, OK, you need to do just more of like having a black bachelor. Like we need black producers. We need yeah. more black people in casting. We need more black people behind the scenes, all this stuff, which is totally like she's totally right. So yesterday on Fresh Air, there was a writer for Watchmen and I feel terrible that I don't remember his first name, but his last name is Jefferson. He wrote this like penultimate episode of Watchmen. He's on the for an Emmy for it. All that is to say that he's black and he was a writer and he talked about how in writers rooms or in TV production in general, you can't hire one woman and expect that woman to speak to every woman's experience and you can't hire one black man and expect him to speak for all black people. Like, or you like, need right. lots of these voices. And that's a lot what Rachel was saying. Like, you can't just get a black bachelor right. and have an all-white production team and expect it to be a real representation of what dating while black is like. Correct. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see how it all plays out. Um, I do. I think it's a step in the right direction. Right. Yeah. They're at least aware of the issue and taking half steps to address it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're 10, 20 years too late, kind of. Right. But... Well, and I feel like so much has happened since then, right? Yeah. Like, in The Bachelor. Just in The Bachelor. And so it's, like, hard to even remember yeah. this whole Matt James thing because... Because it feels like it was a hundred years, years ago. <laughs> and it was, what, like, June? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. So... Then we hear that they're finally going to start filming Claire's season. Now, they had cast Claire's season before they knew Claire was the Bachelorette. And they had cast a group of like, oh, younger guys, 23 year old doofuses. And Claire's (laughs) 39. And so they're like, that's not going to work. COVID happened. We have all this time. Let's just recast the season. So they recast the season, but they still don't have a start date for when filming will start. Meanwhile, Claire is made aware of who her cast is, and she has all this time to look them up and learn about them. They finally figure out how they're going to do filming. It's kind of like the NBA bubble. They're going to this um, La Quinta, Quinta, which is L.A., Palm Springs? I think it's Palm Springs. Palm Springs. I don't know. At first I thought it was Mexico, but I think it's Palm Springs. I mean, it's it's in California, I'm okay. pretty yeah, sure. It's Palm uh, so they're all going to go there. They're just going to stay in this resort. Honestly, sounds like my personal nightmare. Like, <laughs> I can think of nothing worse than being stuck on a resort with people who are on The Bachelor. I think it sounds great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you go on ahead. I mean, just think, I mean, I don't know. Like, people watching all day long, sitting in a pool. I mean, I guess it sounds kind of like <laughs> summer campy. I mean, I guess I would never go on The Bachelor, so of course not that. But, like, yeah. I mean, there could be worse things. Just but not- I guess the point is, is, like, you never get to travel, too, right? So they're just stuck on a resort well, together. So thing. Did they just, like, go on dates to, like, the putt-putt? The th- I feel like people who are on The Bachelor, like, the first half is just hell. Because you're yeah, stuck because in this mansion. You don't have a phone. Like, all anyone doing is, like, day drinking and swimming. And that's fun for, like, what, an hour? And then you're like, I'm going to lose my mind. But then you get to, like, 
go places. Right. And even if yeah. you're not into the guy, you're in Italy. So like, who cares? Right. Yeah. You know, and this time it's like, no, you can go to the vending machine in the <laughs> lobby or to your room or to the pool again. You know? Yeah. I think it would get old fast. I think it would get right. old. Too. So anyway, Claire has access to this information. She's had all this time to look up these guys. They start filming, and the reports that I, <laughs> I have read has said that it was very clear from night one who Claire was into. Like, she was into one person and one person only, and the, it was clear to all the other guys they were all threatening to walk because it oh. was, like, so clear that she was into this other guy. And they're like, listen, I don't want to hang out at this resort for six weeks if she's well, not she's, even going to, yeah, like, like not even give me the time yeah, of day. Yeah. Like, That's I'm not going to so, get any camera time if mm. she's spending all her time with this guy. Yeah, and so we they attribute this to her already, like, like talking to this guy, right? Yeah. And he's, like, a super hot, like, NFL. NFL, what is his name? Hold on. He's like uh, one of those guys that was like on the training teams. They love those guys at The Bachelor, right? Like almost NFL players. Yeah, they always call them NFL players. And it's like, okay, show me show me the footage. Um, <laughs> his name is I'm Dale not- Moss. Dale Moss. He is he's very hot. Handsome. Yeah, he's, I mean, who he's can, a hunk. Who can blame her? Right. So anyway, they connect like immediately. All the other guys are like, I'm not into this. And then Claire goes to production and says, guess what? I've fallen in love. We don't need to do this anymore. And they're like, <laughs> how about that contract you signed? And it's like, but like, how do you keep doing a season? So I feel like I talk about Bachelor Party, the podcast, all the time because it's kind of like the Bible. It's a very good resource. I feel like it's like the every Bachelor podcast looks to that podcast, right? right? And so when I reference Bachelor Party, know that I do it with a lot of respect for Julia and the work she does because she walks so the rest of us can run. (laughs) But anyway, she had Ben Higgins on the show. Oh, I listened to this. Did you? And Ben Higgins was like, you can't quit The Bachelor. Like, you can do whatever you want. You can say you're done dating on the show, but they're going to follow you in every decision you make. So even if Claire says, I'm done doing this, that means they're still going to be filming her dating this guy. It's They're still going to go like show the story, and they know that's ultimately better for the show. Like, people love a train wreck, and they're going to eat this up. And they get to bring in a second bachelorette and make the season even wilder who's Tasha Adams. Okay, before we move on to Tasha, um with Claire, are we under the impression that it was just like she fell in love with this guy and like she picked him and so whatever it got it that's like who she picked and she's like okay, I'm done or because I also heard she was just like really difficult and I heard that too. But then when Ben was on, he was more like in the camp of like, she just knew who it was going to be. And so whatever. And so I don't know. I just like, it's, do, I do thought I, it was, I mean, the thing is, is like, it's hard now to even care about The Bachelor because it's, it feels so far. It's like, when is this even airing? Who are yeah. these people? What is happening? So I don't know. But I don't know if I trust Ben Higgins. Like, I feel like Ben Higgins has taken, like, the blood oath to be, like, we never speak ill of other Bachelor <laughs> That's Bachelorettes. True. That's true. You know? But and I also do feel like he was very confident about, like, her falling in love with somebody thing. And so, 
Yeah. I mean, I mean I that part is pretty confirmed, though, right? I don't think that didn't happen. I, I do think right. that maybe they were relieved when Claire was like, let's not do this anymore. Yeah. I don't know why they cast her in the first place, honestly. Like, she's always been a lot. Yeah. And, like, you can tell that she's a lot. And yeah. I mean, they've played on that. It's though. all about Claire. <laughs> Like, there's a Bachelor in Paradise season that makes her look legit insane. Yeah, when she's talking to the animals, Yeah, right? and it's like, uh, how bad of an edit can that really be? <laughs> you I know? know? I don't know. Yeah. So, okay, so Taysha. Let's move on Taysha. So, Taysha is apparently the replacement, and they're bringing back a lot of the guys that they originally cast. Yeah, so this is where I'm confused. Like, so did they just keep the guys there that were there and then bring back the other guys that also were maybe cast the first time that, so. that got like are like never mind? I think so. Tasha's 30. So she, younger than 39, but she probably still doesn't want to be dating like 23 yeah, years. But I do feel like the men generally skew a little older. They're usually like 28 to right. 32. In comparison to women anyway. So like yeah. that's, you know, Close to Tasha's age. What gets really weird is that people have also seen Hannah Ann walk okay. on with a suitcase, Becca, who recently broke up with Garrett, and uh, Ashley I, who's still married, and oh. Amanda Stanton. <gasps> Amanda that drove to Arizona to get her, get hair, her hair done cut and posted about it. Like, <laughs> Amanda, we're all getting her hair cut, but we know better than to post about it. Come on. Um, okay, didn't know I didn't know that about some of those people. So what do you think's happening? I also heard this just recently. Just on my way here, I was chatting with a friend about what she knew about The Bachelor because I knew it was coming on. And mm-hmm. honestly, I don't mm-hmm. know that much about The Bachelor, I feel like. But she was telling me that Chris Harrison had to leave for a minute to bring his son to college. And so then he had to quarantine for two weeks or something because he left the bubble. Oh, no. And then in the meantime, they brought in JoJo to host for Absolutely not. No. And she's like, maybe Joe. She's like, why wouldn't you just bring in Ben Higgins? He's the obvious choice. He's a successor. Like, that's the heir to The Bachelor. (laughs) But then... But then she was like, well, maybe it was to not offend Chris. I mean, who knows? I don't know what all these people are doing here. I mean, the thing is, is people are always making appearances. Like, think of any Bachelor season. I know. All the past Bachelorettes and Bachelors come on so, and do stuff. People were freaking out, and they're like, they're going to replace Taysha with Hannah Ann. And like, no, they absolutely are not. Taysha's a black woman. That yeah, would there's be no way. the there's no dumbest way they would move do that. they could make. That would be the most socially irresponsible decision right. What I have heard as a theory, and I think it's a theory that I buy, is that while they're filming this season of The Bachelorette, they're also filming a Bachelor in Paradise-esque show wherein multiple women and multiple men are in some sort of dating scenario. Because why not? They have the property. And you can just, the guys that get kicked off of Tasha's season just like go go, on over. Go down the hall. Also, Americans are desperate for TV. Like, there's no (laughs) TV in production right now. Anything they make, people are going to watch. We all watch Tiger King. Tiger King was garbage. But we were all like, here's something that's on. I'm going to watch it. Tiger King feels like a million years ago. It really does. It feels like it was at least five years ago. (laughs) So, we still don't know. We don't have an air date. We Yeah, when is this going to air? Who knows? The fall? It must. I mean, Bachelor's That's usually like, on it's usually, winter, 
and then Bachelorette is spring. So I don't know if that's like but completely isn't there out one the window. In the fall too? Or no? No, oh, they usually do like, Bachelor in I Paradise. Know it's like I remember this from my Monday. recapping days. Oh, it's because there's usually Monday Night Football. So yes. Monday Night Football is in the fall, mm-hmm. and then it's like the first Monday after the new year is a new season of mm-hmm. Bachelor or Bachelor. Bachelor's first, and then they pick a Bachelorette from the Bachelor season to be the Bachelor. Oh, but then Claire's season never aired, and it should have aired early, in the spring. In the in spring. Mike, it should have, they should have been filming February to March. And then aired in like May, yeah. and then Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, yeah. We're way behind. So I... I would guess as soon as they're done, they're going to edit those puppies pretty quick and shoot them out in the fall. I mean, I would love it, to be honest. I would I love would a too. season of The Bachelor. I don't even care at this point. This is I gonna don't care be... who it is. Claire, Tasha, Hannah Ann, give me some content, you know? Absolutely. And it's clearly going to be a complete train wreck, which is going to be a joy to watch. <laughs> Oh, I just feel bad for them. What a terrible season to be on. To be stuck in a La Quinta in the summer in Palm Springs. It's like 120 degrees out there. I know. And if they go anywhere, they have to wear masks. (laughs) (laughs) (gasps) Yeah, I mean, it'll it'll be fascinating to watch. I am a little... I like that The Bachelor pretends that it's like highbrow. Like, I think it's pretty funny <laughs> that it's like... It's also self-aware at, at, to a certain extent. Yeah, but it it doesn't want to be Love Island. And it doesn't right. want to be, like, tr- as trashy as most reality they dating really, is. They really, really try to push the narrative of, like, true love. This is true love. Looking this for process a husband it's very or like, a wife. Yeah. And I hope that this setting doesn't destroy that and doesn't become, like, Love Island, <laughs> where it's just, like, gross sex and, like... You know, because you're all stuck in one place, yeah. and there's I like mean, dirty dishes in the sink. <laughs> you know, like I still wanted yeah, to be I like, I still wanted to feel like the Bachelor, a fantasy, for sure. as as farcical as it may be. Like I just want that veneer of like this Same. is glamour. Same. I just want it to be the Bachelor that we know and love. And I just want like to be able to count on a something. little boring. You know, you need it to be just like a little boring every week. And I just, I hope they can maintain that. Yeah, this. I agree with you. I just need it, though. I need it to be back too. on. It's just like, look at what we're grasping at. We don't even care at this point. We're just like, who's there? Who's coming in? Who has no, a zookie? Yeah. It's like, we just need it. Just give it to us. Irene, I'm watching Selling Sunset for the second time. <laughs> You know, like I need, watch. I, need I, I need stuff. I know. I was well, I, I was asking Brandon, like, what are we watching? And he's like, Nothing. There's literally like n- we're not excited about anything at this point. I know. It's hard. It's terrible. Yeah. So anyway, we will hold our breath for that bachelor season bachelorette <laughs> Can't season. Wait. Uh Irene, it's been such a pleasure to have you here. Please have me back. Of course. When when, some, when something this thing is shows on TV. Up. <laughs> You know you'll be back. Whenever that air date is announced, we'll have you in. Please remember to subscribe to our newsletter by visiting the newsletter tab on thebeehive.com. Leave us a five-star rating and review, and we will see you next week.